0: Hello, this is Leela Vis, and I'm the host of Key Ideas. It's a new year, and with it comes a fresh episode format. This is the third episode to drop in a lineup of this bite-sized format. As I described in episode 39, it's designed to allow you to chew on a nugget instead of feasting at a massive buffet. In episode 40, I encouraged you to design at least one activity that engages the ears and the body away from the bench. I shared an example. Whenever students hear middle C, ask them to sit on the bench. When they hear cloud C, they stand and stretch their hands high above their head. And if they hear deep blue C, they touch their toes. This activity falls into one of three categories of what I call off-bench time. Any time spent doing a purposeful activity that engages the body beyond the fingers on the keys. As I said, there are two other types of off-bench activities. Another is any time spent completing activities that involve tactile or tech-savvy tools. And the third category is a designated time before, during, or after a lesson where students complete assignments off the bench. To be clear, this is time in addition to your lesson time. It's bonus time that extends your lessons. Today, I'm focusing on this category of off-bench time and how it can be a valuable addition to your curriculum. In order to do so, I'll start by sharing my backstory, which means we must travel back in time. I mean way back in time, when computers literally took up the entire desktop and dialed up to the internet with a modem. When turned on by a big toggle switch, it took its noisy, sweet time to warm up and eventually a black screen appeared with a blinking cursor on the mammoth-sized monitor. The clunky desk cog ran programs when a floppy disk was inserted. The disk would whirr, wake up, and coax the system into action. Sleek, thin CD-ROMs soon replaced floppy disks and eagerly spun to install the latest software, but would jam at the most inconvenient times. Yep, I'm dating myself. And here's one more piece of evidence of my age. I distinctly remember when my husband declared that someday... I'd be communicating with piano families with a typed message that could be sent over the internet, which came to be known as email. And I remember not wanting to depart with my adorable white Samsung flip phone. Why would I need a phone to access email and take photos? Why bring up this blast from the past and unashamedly disclose my technological vintage? Because at the same time that computers began their growth spurt from toddler to teenager, I was getting my master's in piano pedagogy and performance, and I witnessed something that inspired me. This changed my idea of what piano teaching could be. As part of my degree, I was assigned to visit rock star piano teachers in the Denver area. Two of them paired their private piano lessons with a lab time. Not a lab as in labradoodle, but as in computer lab their students spent time before or after their lessons reviewing concepts with assistance from a tutorial software program. Now, these simple programs in black and white seemed pretty dry. And yet, after graduating with my master's in 1992, I determined that all my students would receive instruction at the piano as well as at my Macintosh. Fast forward to 2013, I self-published a book called the iPad Piano Studio because I just couldn't get over the ease and convenience of an iPad loaded with apps. It completely turned my lab time upside down. I wasn't a slave to oversized hard drives and CD-ROMs. The iPad delivered instant content, games and tutorials with the tap of a fingertip. I compared the simplicity of the iPad and apps to Keurig's and now Nespresso machines One pod, and a minute or two later, outpours a steaming cup of divine coffee. This lab time, which I later called music tech time, and now I call off-bench time, is a 30-minute block of time added to a private lesson. The premise of this setup? Two students arrive together, and while one works with me at the piano for 30 minutes, the other reviews concepts via tech drills, theory books, or listening to repertoire. This time is reserved for virtually anything I can dream up that would enhance my students' experience and get them hooked to the piano for life. After 30 minutes, the two students switch. As students advance around high school age, I like to stretch lessons into 45 minutes with me and 15 minutes off the bench. Because I offer longer lessons, 60 minutes instead of the typical 30, I charge more. Not twice as much, but more. In essence, I have two students in the studio with me, one spending time with me and the other sitting at a nearby workspace, completing assignments. In essence, students are getting twice as much time as a typical 30-minute lesson, yet parents are not paying twice as much. This is where I need to pause and say that if you choose to add this format to your studio, make sure to charge for the extra time. Some teachers have been hesitant about the idea and offer it for free to give it a try. Or they itemize it and give the off-bench time a separate price tag. In the end, this is problematic because then parents expect off-bench time to remain free, or they may see it as something optional. So when you're ready to commit to off-bench time, raise your rates at least by a couple of dollars an hour, and make it clear that your lessons come bundled with off-bench time. If you are interested in trying this out, here's some words of advice when you dip your toe into this format. First, avoid showing any hesitation to your parents about extending lessons with off-bench time. The red flags will go up immediately. You must be sold on it yourself and excited to sell it to your student families. To learn more about how to sell this upgraded approach to your students and their families, head to the show notes for a detailed blog on the subject. Next, offer off-bench time first to siblings. What parent would not love to drop off two or even three kids at a time for an hour? In fact, right now I see three siblings for 90 minutes and they rotate between off-bench stations and on-bench time with me. Extending your lessons with off-bench time, first with siblings, may be the way to go during these unpredictable pandemic times. Starting with siblings is the safest way to implement two at a time in your studio. And while we're on the subject of a global pandemic, you may be wondering how I manage off-bench time during online lessons. I have to admit, it took some time for me to decide what to do when the 2020 lockdown tethered lessons to a screen. Here's what I did. Students stayed for a 30-minute lesson with me online, and then I supplied them with off-bench tasks to complete at home. These tasks were delivered through the app Tanara. Tanara saved me during the pandemic, and now I can't teach without it, but I'll save the details on Tanara for another podcast. These tasks that I asked students to complete included drills I customized in musictheory.net, Digital Escape Room Games, crafted by Marie Lee and yours truly, Music History Flashbacks, made in Google Slides, Kay Lowry's Flip also made with Google Slides, and the free Get Inspired episodes at my website. I'll put links to these resources in the show notes so you can take a look at them. One of the best outcomes of the worst of times was a composition project that all of my students completed while we were stuck online. Everyone composed their own piece using my cookie cutter composing resource. After I coached their creativity during the lesson, we logged into NoteFlight and I tutored them a bit on how to use the notation software over Zoom. Because the program is web-based, students could log in and share their screen for me to see their progress, or they shared the work in the NoteFlight community. Every student composed their own piece, created a cover in Canva, and made a video of themselves performing their masterpiece during what I call off-bench time, time away from their online lesson. I look back now and think how fulfilling this project was, as it kept the momentum going despite a really rough time for the entire world. There was a purpose in each lesson, and it was thanks in part to the wonders of technology, and my supplemental off-bench assignments. So before you tuck this off-bench idea away, consider the remarkable options that technology provides you and your students in person or online. Back to in-person lessons, I'll be honest, this format of two students in your studio at the same time requires you to have eyes on the back of your head, and it may be somewhat disruptive to the flow of your lessons embrace the change and the added social benefits, playing piano can be lonely. Moving into this pair lesson model offers plenty of opportunities for duet playing and teaching the same concept one time instead of two. And like I said before, you must charge for the extra time. Even if it's just $1 more per lesson, respect this addition to your lesson, the cost of new tech tools and your planning time and charge for it. Remember, Your students are getting twice as much time with you, and parents are not paying twice as much. When you're all in with this format and have command of the tools you need to make it work, consider charging up to one-third of your regular lesson rate. Say you charge $30 for a 30-minute lesson. Add another $10 for the off-bench time and raise your rate to $40. Do the math and see the benefits. Instead of making $60 an hour, you can make $80. It's a substantial pay raise for you and tons of extra benefits for your students. If this increase is too steep for your local economy, start lower and over time, gradually raise your rates. Just make sure not to charge the same as you did before you offered off-bench time. Okay, I'll stop repeating myself now. Hopefully, you've gotten my point. Perhaps you're interested in this off-bench addition in your studio, but it feels like there's a giant gap between where you are and where you'd like to be. And maybe you're saying to yourself, well, it's easy for you, Leela. Well, remember, I was the gal who thought she was just going to need her slick white Samsung slide phone and didn't think she needed a device that took pictures and read emails. Technology is our friend when it works and our worst enemy when it fails. But in the end, we need it just like we need our sleep and of course, our music. Here's my challenge for you. Explore this off-bench edition with a favorite pair of siblings. Give them off-bench tasks, like completing some theory pages, and then ask them to listen to three different performances of a repertoire piece. Ask them to determine which one they liked and why. Although this may sound incredibly simple, it's something that no one else may be asking of your students right now. This extra time is a time to enrich your lessons and your students' musical experience. Next, check out a digital escape room game or a flip it and choose a few beta testers in your studio. Your students are much more likely to get the hang of the technology than you. Let them teach you, and they'll feel special that they made your day. It's been a while since I've paged through my book, The iPad Piano Studio Keys to Unlocking the Power of Apps. The book opened up to a page with a quote from Philip Johnston's book, The Dynamic Studio, How to Keep Students, Dazzle Parents, and Build the Music Studio Everyone Wants to Get Into. A breath of offering in your instruction means that if students are starting to grow weary of a studio activity they're currently enrolled in, they can switch to another activity and still stay in your studio. This gives you a huge advantage over the static studios that offer traditional weekly lessons only. The only way their students can meaningfully change what they're doing is to leave. If you are interested in broadening your instruction and developing off-bench time in your studio and want to know more, please go to the show notes. There you can find specific instructions on how to talk with parents about this format find links to the tools I mentioned, and if need be, you can book a personal consultation with me to help you jumpstart off-bench time in your studio. Got questions? Shoot me an email at lvisvis, V-I-S-S, at me.com, or a direct message on Instagram. I'm Lela Viss, L-E-I-L-A-V-I-S-S. I'm here to help. By the way, when you get a chance, it would be so kind of you to leave a five-star review and a comment at Apple Podcasts. That way, other teachers just like you can find key ideas too. I'm Lee LaVis, and see you in the trenches on and off the bench.